Well, amen. It's good to be back in the Lord's house tonight and back in services anyways. Let me make a few announcements here and then we'll get into our message. We have, of course, this coming Sunday, we have our men's business meeting. and That'll be after the evening service, February 21st. And then February 24th on Wednesday night will be our, our business meeting with the church after the Wednesday night service. Then February the 28th, uh, we have been moving our fifth Sunday singing that was supposed to be in January on the fifth Sunday. We've been moving it back uh, because of all the, the weather and, and sickness and stuff like that. And it is planned to be uh, February the 28th and uh, in the evening service. And we'll have, uh, of course, that Sunday singing uh, that night. Plus, there's a sign-up sheet. Please uh, sign up if you plan on singing for that. Then following that service that night, we'll have a chili and soup uh, fellowship. We just ask that you bring... Uh, Plenty of soup and chili and the sides and the desserts and all that, and we'll have a good time of fellowship after the service that night. Well, take your Bibles and turn with me to John chapter 10. John chapter 10, we've been preaching on Sunday nights, a series that we've titled, Learning to Hear God. Learning to Hear God. I believe it's so important that we learn to hear the Lord. In this day and time, we're hearing everybody else, we're hearing the world's cries, we're hearing this one and that one trying to to establish their, their ways, and really what is needed in Christians' lives is that we learn to hear the voice of the Lord. John chapter 10, and I'll begin reading in verse 1. It says, Verily I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And he putteth forth his own sheep, and goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he, spoke, which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. And that, every, and that ever came before me are thieves, and all that came before me were thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. I, the, good, the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth. Because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Therefore doth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I, may, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down myself. I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to take it again. 
This commandment have I received of my Father. There was a division, therefore, among the Jews for these sayings. And many of them said, He hath a devil, and is mad. Why hear ye him? Others said, These are not the words of him that hath a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? And it was at Jerusalem's the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews round about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Look there in verse 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I'd like to preach a message that I've titled, Following His Voice. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you, Lord, that we can open the Word of God, that we have the freedoms, Lord, to even live stream the services, and Lord, that we might be an encouragement to those who are unable to be out tonight. And so, Lord, I pray that you'd help us to tune our hearts into the Word of God wherever we're at, wherever we're watching from. And Lord, may our hearts be open that you might speak in a powerful way. Lord, it is so needful that Christians hear the voice of God. It's so needful not only that we hear, but that we follow. And so, Lord, I pray that there would be a challenge put forth by the Holy Spirit. Lord, one that will speak to hearts and draw us to you, that we might follow as we should. Have your will and way. Be with those who are sick, Lord. Raise them up. Strengthen them. Be with those, Lord, who are, are struggling, Lord, in areas of their lives. Touch them, Lord, and draw them near to you, for I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Four direct times in, the, in this book or in this chapter, in John chapter 10, the, the scripture speaks of hearing the voice of the Lord. Two times it speaks of, of a stranger's voice, that of Satan or the thief or the robber. Much of this is really dealing with the fact that hearing the voice of God and receiving Him as your Savior. But there's also some application and there's also some intent in the first part of hearing the voice of God and following Him even as a Christian. And I want us to look at that tonight. Because I see the greatest conflict today is how that we are listening to God and then following. For some, they're quick to, to follow uh, the voice of the Lord and they, they are sharp in listening and, and paying attention to what God has to say and they're quick to follow the voice of God. But you also find those who are not so quick to follow the voice of the Lord. It may take time. And I remember as a, as a child and, and being at home and I remember how that... Um, mom or dad would tell us to do something and maybe we were slow to respond, slow to do what they told us to do. We heard their voice, we heard what they said to do, but we just didn't respond real fast. And maybe they might even say, uh, didn't I tell you to do this or that? And, and we say, yes, you did. And, and generally with the, the response will be back, when I tell you to do something, do it right now. Do it quickly. Do what I tell you to do right now. Follow my instructions. Do what I tell you to do right now. And so we have Christians who do that. They follow the Lord and they follow Him right away. But then you have Christians who, that don't necessarily follow the Lord as quickly as we ought to. And then you have some that don't follow at all. 
They don't follow the voice when they hear the voice of the Lord. Uh, in this series of, of learning to hear God, we've talked about several different ways that the Lord speaks to us. And he spoke to, you know, we spoke on how He speaks to us. Maybe it's through the Word of God. It may be through the Holy Spirit, through the preaching of God's Word, or through godly music, circumstances, and even people. And so it's not that the Lord doesn't speak. He speaks, and He speaks in many different ways many times. But He wants us to follow Him. The question being, not does He speak, but the question is, is what are we doing with what we hear? Are we responding? Are we, are we following when the Lord speaks? And we look at this scripture here as the Lord begins to deal with, with how the sheep would follow the shepherd when they heard His voice. There's a clear call by the voice of the shepherd to follow. Look there with me in verse 3 and verse 4 also. It says, that to him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. In that day and time, people were, were very familiar with sheep and with the sheepfold. And a sheepfold is really kind of a pen where they would put sheep in it. And they was familiar with shepherds, and they was familiar how that sheep would respond to their shepherd's voice. Uh, in that day and time, a lot of times what would take place is that they would have their sheep, they maybe come evening, they would bring the sheep in from maybe out feeding in the fields or up on the mountain, and they would bring the sheep in and they would put them in these sheepfolds, which would like, be like a, a, a very large pen. And there might be several shepherds bring their sheep and they would just put them in there. They didn't have tags on them. They didn't separate them. They didn't put them in separate pens in the sheepfold. They just mixed them all together. They would all be put together in that sheepfold. Those shepherds would then that night maybe go home, sleep in their own bed. And then the next morning they would come and the porter would be there and he would open the gate. He wouldn't go in and try to separate the sheep or try to remember whose sheep belonged to who. But the shepherd would stand on the outside and he would call those sheep out to him. And as he began to call unto them, they recognized his voice. And those sheep would come out and he would begin to walk away. And those sheep, as he continued to call unto them, they would follow him. Not one sheep from somebody else's herd would follow him. None of his sheep would stay in the sheepfold. They would all come out and they would follow him. Much of that is, is an analogy that the Lord uses here to speak to our hearts and lives concerning you know, a Christian and, and a picture that He gives us. The porter that is spoken of here that opens the gate so that He can call the sheep out would, would be a picture of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to us and opens the gate so that of our understanding opens that gate of our understanding, whether it's to the Word of God uh, uh, or to circumstances or, or however the Lord is speaking to us at that time, the Holy Spirit would open that understanding in our lives so that we can hear and understand the voice of the shepherd. The voice of the shepherd, naturally, is that that we're speaking of, would be uh, of, of our, our Savior Jesus Christ as He spoke to every born-again Christian and speaks to every born-again Christian. And that voice of the shepherd is Jesus Christ. Whether it's spoken through the Word, whether it's spoken through circumstances, whether it's spoken through songs, whether it's spoken through uh, other people, it is the voice of Jesus Christ. 
Then we find that the sheep are, are the truly born again Christians, those who truly know Jesus Christ as their Savior. And they are the ones that will come out and that they will follow the true shepherd. You see, the sheep are, are listening for their shepherd's voice. Look with me again there in verse 3. It says, To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. It's as though the sheep are waiting. They, they see that morning as the porter, and they've been through this so many times, and they see the porter open the gate. And they, it's a clue to them. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a, a warning or, a, uh, or, or, or something that tells them we're going to hear the voice of a shepherd. And so they begin to perk up and they begin to listen for the voice of their shepherd. And so we see that they're listening. They're one, one of the biggest problems today in the lives of so many Christians is that we're not listening. We're not even trying to listen. For the voice of the shepherd is Jesus Christ. And, and the Bible says that in Matthew eleven fifteen says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. But I find today that so many people who claim to be Christians, who claim to be saved, who claim to be the sheep, who claim to be the born again, aren't listening. It's amazing to me how many, how many people you go and talk to them, they say, oh, I'm saved. And I'll ask them, where do you go to church at? Oh, well, I, I really don't go to church anywhere. You talk about a verse or this or that, and they seem to have no understanding of what you're talking about. And many of them, if they are saved, they're not listening. And I use that terminology because they may not really be saved. They may not really be the sheep of, the, of Jesus Christ. And so many times today we do run in this situation that they're not listening. Every Christian, you need to tune your ears. You need to tune our ears in to the voice of the Lord. When the porter begins to open, whether it's the Scripture and the Bible, we should begin to listen and say, Lord, you're, I want to hear your voice. I, I want you to speak to me. As the preacher gets up and preaches, we ought to say, Lord, I want to hear from you, from the Word of God. Maybe it's a song, just like the song that was sung a while ago uh, uh, by Sister Elaine. Lord, speak to my heart. I, I, and we open our hearts and our minds to that song as it should speak to our hearts and we should hear from the Lord even through song. Sometimes it's circumstances that we're going through difficulties and struggles or whatever it might be. We say, Lord, help me to hear what you're trying to teach me. Help me to see. Help me to understand. Help me to hear your voice in this circumstance. Whatever it is, we should be trying to tune our ear to the, to the voice of the Lord. Trying to hear in all situations, no matter where we're at, no matter what's going on, that we might hear. You know, you take, uh, we've got two young mothers, uh, uh, just had babies recently, uh, Sister Rachel and Sister Hannah. And, and I guarantee you that uh, they can go to bed at night, be asleep, and they'll hear every rustle, and they'll hear every little uh, little bit of maybe just a little bit of a cry or a noise made by that baby. Why? Because even though they're asleep, there's something about a mother's ear that's tuned to that baby, waiting to hear if there's a need, waiting to hear if there's a cry, waiting to hear if something's taken place. I remember as our children were little, I, we'd go to bed at night and next morning I'd say something, or Janine would say something to me, Did you, didn't you hear such and such child last night? And I said, no, I didn't hear it. It's because my ear wasn't tuned to it. I was thinking about getting some sleep, going to work the next day. And, but her 
ear and her mind and her heart was tuned towards that child. You see, that's the way our ear and our heart should be tuned towards God. That we hear every little rustle. That we hear every little word. That we hear every cry that He makes unto us, whether it be from the Word of God or circumstances or, or Scripture or whatever it is, however He's speaking at that time. We see that the shepherd calls. It's not a matter of if the shepherd will call. It's a matter of when he calls. Look there in verse 3 again. It says, And to him the porter opened and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name. When that porter opened that gate, it wasn't a matter of, do you think that he'll call his sheep out? Uh, will he call his sheep out today? No, when the shepherd came there, the, the, the porter knew that it was time for him to call the sheep out and he knew that he would call them. He knew that he wasn't going to try to call somebody else's sheep out. He knew that he was going to try to call his own sheep out. It was a matter of not if he would, but when he did. And the Lord speaks today. He's not only calls out his sheep, but he, he calls them by name. Look at that again. It says, and he calls his own sheep by name. A lot of people say, well, I don't quite understand it. You mean he named those sheep? And actually they did. They, they would have certain names for their sheep. I remember years ago when, when uh, my wife, she was raised on a dairy farm and, and they had, a, had the dairy and, and uh, we would go there and uh, maybe, you know, be there for the weekend or something. I'd go down to the milk barn and, and see her grandpa Bill and, and some of them there, may, you know, they'd be milking that night or something when we would get there because we'd get there late in the evening. And they would have names for different ones. And I remember one of them plain as, plain as, plain as day, and that was they called her suitcase because she had such a big uh, a bag on her in milk and they called her suitcase. And she stood out that way. And some of the others, they had names that they called them. And these shepherds, they would have names for these sheep. They knew them and they would call them by name. And they would call them out. But uh, they had a call that they would use to call them all at once. But they would call them by name also. You see, when the Lord speaks to you and me, He speaks to you personally. He calls you by name. He knows your name. He knows your needs. He knows your heart. He knows your hurts. He knows all about you. Boy, isn't it good to know that we have a God that speaks to us personally? And when He speaks to us, He knows everything about us. He knows our hurts. He knows our needs. He knows how to speak to us. He, it's not like coming up to us and unknowingly uh, speaking to us and uh, without, uh, without knowing what's going on in our life. He, he knows what's going on, and so He speaks to us. You know, if I was to tell you to, that the Lord's going to call you or speak to you personally on such a such day, and I can't, I can't do that. Uh, but if I was to be able to tell you that and say, Lord's going to speak to you on tomorrow, He's going to speak to you tomorrow, uh, if I could, uh, if I could give you that spe specific day, and I would ask you, will you be listening and I believe you'd say, yes, I'll be listening. But here's the problem. Could I arouse your heart and could I arouse your thinking to this? He is going to speak to you tomorrow. He's trying to speak to you tonight. 
He's going to speak to you tomorrow. He's going to try to speak to you Tuesday. He's going to try to speak to you Wednesday. He's going to try to speak to you Thursday. He's going to try to speak to you Friday. He's going to try to speak to you Saturday and, and Sunday. Every, he tries to speak to you every day of your life. But the question is, are you listening? You've got to be listening to hear His voice and to distinguish it from all the other voices that are around us. You know, there are so many things that call for our attention and so many voices in this world. And I believe sometimes we, we get them so mixed that we're not really distinctly listening for a voice that we recognize as being our Heavenly Father's voice. Years ago, and I don't know why, when, when Bethany was young, I started calling her Leroy. And when I wanted her attention, instead of saying Bethany, I'd say Leroy. And she would turn and look, look at me. To my knowledge, there's nobody else that ever calls her Leroy. Her husband don't call her Leroy. She probably won't let him. Nobody else gets to call her Leroy. I call her Leroy. And I don't do it all the time, but at certain times and just out of fun, I'll call her Leroy. And she, she took to that when she was young. But when she was a teenager, she, was, she would be playing volleyball and it'd be, you'd have everybody hollering and screaming and, and, uh, and she would be on the, on the line serving the volleyball. And she, she would, uh, uh, people would be hollering because the game would be close and you could tell that she was intent and I, and I would say, Bethany, hit it hard or, or serve it, Bethany, do a good job or whatever. And I know that she wouldn't turn and look at me. Because my voice sounded like everybody else's with us using her name, Bethany. And all of a sudden it came to me, call her Leroy. And I hauled out, get it, Leroy, hit it, Leroy. And boy, that hurt. she turned her head and she looked at me straight in the crowd. She grinned. She heard that voice. She recognized the name. She knew that it was somebody that knew a name that nobody else knew that she was related to. That's the way it is with God. He calls us by name. It may be not even a name, really, that others know about. But He speaks to our heart, and He, he knows all about us. And I, I believe that we would want to hear His voice. Not only does He call, us by, call, call His own sheep by name, but He leads us with that voice. Notice there again, it says, He calleth His own sheep by name, this is in verse 3, and leadeth them out. It's more than Him just walking up and turning around and walking away and the sheep following. He leadeth them with His voice. They're following that voice. They're being led by the voice there. This is why it's so important that we learn to listen to God. So that he can lead us, so that he can, with his voice. Years ago, when uh, I was younger and before I got married, and I had a four wheel drive pickup, uh, and I, I do now, I, I, try to, I always like to have a four wheel drive pickup, but I had a four wheel drive pickup, and, and several of my friends likewise had, a four, had four wheel drive pickups. And so on the weekends, and when we weren't working, we would go what we called four-wheeling or mudding. And a lot of times we would go, we had a lot of rivers around us and, 
And we would go to the rivers and we would cross different, the low areas in the rivers and we would uh, get out into some very rough areas and climb some mountains that's there around us, around Piedmont, Clark's Mountain and different places like that. On this one, I remember on this one particular, particular time uh, that we were out over around uh, uh, this river and we had been running back and forth through the river and back and forth up and down. It was a hot day and it had been dry for quite a while and, and uh, the roads uh, leading into that river and going back into it were, were nothing but dirt roads. They were gravel, but had very little gravel on them. seemed like it was mostly dirt. And, and so as we were coming out that, that evening and leaving there and heading back home, we, we were all in a line basically and, and the head guy in front, and we was driving like probably we shouldn't have been driving and, and having fun and they were flying down this dirt road and all of us had CB radios in our trucks. Well, you couldn't see very far in front of you because the dust was so bad from the vehicle in front of you. The only one that could really see was the very front truck. He could see quite a ways, and, and uh, he was on that, he, he would, he, and we'd holler and say, listen, you're going to have to tell us where we're at because we can't see very far. And he would be on the CB radio, he said, we're coming up on a curve, and and we'd slow down and, and get and watch closely and, and go around the curve. And there was a, at least twice he said, hey, everybody get over. There's a, there's a vehicle coming. There's another truck coming. And we would get over and slow down and kind of let the dust settle a little bit. And basically what he was doing, we couldn't see very far. And he was leading us by his voice on that CB radio. And I thought about that when I thought about the Lord leading us by his voice. You know, we don't know what's out in front of us. We don't know what's around the next bend. We don't know the dangers that may be awaiting us ahead of us, but He does. And so He leads us by His voice, and He leads us through those difficulties, and He leads us through those struggles, and He leads us away from the dangers. The Lord calls us out because we're, to, we're His sheep, and He wants to lead us by His voice. Notice that the sheep are not very smart, uh, smart animals. Uh, in fact, if you read that there, and, and if you do any study about sheep, you can have a couple of sheep that will wander off from the, from the herd. And they'll get out away from the rest of those sheep and maybe get over on the other side of a hill or someplace, and a wolf will come up and, and attack and kill one and eat it, and the other sheep will not run. They'll stay around pretty close to it and they'll just, they'll just beller and, and, and bawl. They won't go back to the other sheep because they're not real smart. They don't have anybody to lead them. And then they'll wind up being the dessert for that wolf. Hey, listen, we need to listen as the Lord leads us with His voice. They're not smart, but at least they were smart enough to know the voice and, and, and to follow that voice that they... Uh, that they know that, that, and that they can trust. We find in John chapter 10 there in verse 4 it says, and, and the sheep follow Him. The latter part of that verse says, And the sheep follow Him, for they know His voice. Folks, we got to learn to follow the voice of God. There's too, too much of this Christians just striking out on their own and doing their own thing and, and not listening and they're not following the voice of God. They're following this voice and following that voice. Let me encourage you tonight to... You can trust the voice of the shepherd. You can trust the voice of our Heavenly Father. But there is another voice 
that calls to you and tries to get you to follow. Look in verse 5 there of John chapter 10. It says, And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. And telling us that these strangers possibly, you know, they're speaking too. There's a voice that goes out from them. This voice is, it really, as the Bible lays it out, this is the voice of a stranger, one who does not care for, for those sheep or does not care for you and me, who does not know you like the shepherd does, doesn't know your needs, doesn't care about your needs, doesn't know your name. That's why it's important that you don't just follow any voice. Don't just follow anything. Don't just go after anything. It's important that you discern the voice and make sure it's the voice of, of the shepherd. We're seeing in a lot of churches today, I'm amazed, we're seeing in a lot of churches today that they're following a different voice. They're not following the voice of a shepherd. And it's sad to see that taking place, but it is going on. This voice of the thief is a thief and a robber. In John chapter 10 and verse 8 says, All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. We've got to be careful that we don't listen to them. His intent is to steal that stranger, his intent is to steal and to rob you of your joy and testimony as a Christian, but also to steal away your ear from listening to the voice of the true shepherd, Jesus Christ. But also that in, in, in context there, he's talking about how the, that stranger is Satan and he's a thief and a robber and trying to steal away the word of God from the lost to keep them from getting saved also. But he wants us to be sidetracked by his voice. In verse 10 there it says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Oh, how we need to listen to the voice of our shepherd, Jesus Christ. This voice uh, is, of this stranger is that of a deceiver and a liar. In John chapter, or 2 John chapter 1 verse 7 says, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Over and over, people are deceived by the wrong voice and they think that it's somebody else and they, think, and they follow that voice. I, I got in trouble several years ago when I was a teenager. My sister was hoping that a young man, a certain young man, would call her and, and ask her out. My grandparents live next door to us and so... I said, I'm going hunting, and I went outside, and I took my gun with me, and I went over to my grandparents' house, and I called our home phone, and I disguised my voice to sound hopefully a little bit like this man, this young man. And I asked her out and told her that I would be there in a little while. And she said that she would, and I hung up the phone, and then I went rabbit hunting. I came back later, and there she sat. She was sitting there waiting, and and uh, then I, I laughed about it and I told her that that was me that called her. Of course, she was heartbroken and I got in trouble. There was uh, some, some due diligence that I had to pay for deceiving her that way. You realize that a lot of people are deceived by another voice and they're not making sure that that, who that voice is. Revelations 12, 9 says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. 
John chapter 8 and verse 44 says, You are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father will you do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. He, when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And so this stranger with his voice will try to deceive you. He will lie to you. And so many today, in our day and time, lost and saved alike. They, they're deceived because they are listening to the wrong voice. We need to discern the difference in the voices. It's not that hard, to be honest with you. In fact, 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1, and you really ought to underline this and keep this in your heart and mind in the day and time which we live when there's so many voices and so, many, so much deception going on and so many, so many churches that are drifting the wrong ways and going the wrong ways. Verse 1 there of 1 John chapter 4 says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. We've got to be careful. We've got to, we've got to discern. In, 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 John, or in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, it talks about not following just any voice here. Uh, we, we, it says in, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21, it says, Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good. How do you prove things? Right here with the Word of God. You get in here and if it doesn't line up with the book, it's the wrong voice. If that voice doesn't match the voice of the book, if that voice doesn't match the voice of the Holy Spirit, don't follow it. goes on and says, Abstain from all appearance of evil. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, your, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is He that calleth you who also will do it. And so we need to discern and we need to, uh, and we need to prove all things. We need to prove that that voice is the right voice. Make sure that it aligns with the Holy Spirit. Make sure it aligns with the Word of God. Even in churches today, there's that voice. It's calling that is not the voice of God. Satan misleading. You know, I see so much of this stuff, this new type of worship services that a lot of them are instituting and things. And, and I find that it doesn't line up with the Word of God the way they're doing things. It, it's amazing to me. I see, see them turning their lights. And I've watched, I've watched some of these services when they have what they call their worship service. And they turn the lights down. And then they got people up on the platform that's performing and trying to hype them up. Basically, you know, I, I thought about that before. I thought, you know, the Bible says men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Why would you want to turn the lights down in a church? Man, Jesus said that He is the light and we're to be the light. Why would you turn the lights down? It don't match with the Word of God. It's another voice that's singing and speaking there many times. We've got to be cautious. We've got to discern. You see, it's vital when you... Hear the voice of God that you follow. Not just hear the voice of God, but follow that voice. There again in verse 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. You see, it's impossible to describe the voice of God to the lost world and to other Christians if we're not following that voice. It's pretty impossible for them to to trust what we say when we ourselves are following another voice 
Sometimes the same voice that they're following in this lost world and the wickedness of this world. Even the ones of this lost world, they're following some, some voice. If we're, not fo- if we're following the same voice that they're following, listen, we cannot help them. We need to make sure that we're following the voice of God. Follow the voice of Jesus Christ, but you must want to hear and be willing to hear and be willing to follow. Could I say this? If you're not willing to follow the voice of Jesus Christ, if that's not already predetermined in your heart and mind, you're probably not going to hear that voice. It's when we submit ourselves unto God and we desire for Him to speak to us and we desire for Him to speak to us from the Word of God, from the Holy Spirit, from, the, from circumstances. That's when we begin to hear that voice. But unless we're willing to follow that voice, many times we won't hear that voice. There's a lot of Christians who, they're not interested in following They want to do their own thing. They want to follow the voices of this world. And so therefore, they seldom really hear the voice of God. Sometimes maybe in a tragedy, God gets them to listen. But the only reason is is because in that tragedy, then they want to hear. Then they want God to speak to them. Then they want God to answer. Folks, we need to every day, we need to have a desire to follow the voice of God. You see, those who really don't want to follow, they're going to fail to hear as they could. My challenge to you is this, is that this week, as you listen in the Scripture, as you listen to the preaching, as you listen maybe to some good godly Christian hymns and good godly Christian songs, maybe circumstances in your life, maybe going through struggles or maybe some other, something else going on. Whatever it is, however God's trying to speak to you, that you would say, Lord, I'm willing to follow your voice. I'm willing to follow, not just to hear, but to follow. And it will change exactly the way that you hear. It'll give you understanding because remember, he's a shepherd. He knows you by name. He knows your situation. He knows what you're going through. But you've got to be willing to follow Him. This week, I guarantee you, the Holy Spirit, the porter, is going to open the sheepfold. And the shepherd's going to call. But it's up to you and it's up to me. I can't do it for you and you can't do it for me. We have to choose to follow that voice. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for loving us. We thank you, Lord, that there is that voice that will guide us, that will direct us. We thank you that we have a shepherd that is the good shepherd, the one that laid down his life for us, the one that will guide us, the one that will protect us, the one that will lead us. Help us, Lord, to follow the voice of Jesus Christ. Lord, if there's somebody listening and the Holy Spirit's dealing with their heart, And Jesus is calling them to be saved, to ask Jesus Christ to come into their heart and life. Lord, I pray that even right now that they might confess that they're a sinner and that they need Jesus Christ as their Savior and ask you to come in their heart and life and save them. May they follow that voice. Lord, I pray every Christian here that we would discern among the voices that are constantly around us. Satan speaks. 
Satan tries to get us to listen. Help us not to listen to the stranger, but help us to listen to the voice of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And then help us to follow. Help us to have a desire to follow that voice. For these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.